never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Grace Galloway and pass the ammunition. Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. Well, the only legitimate function I can think of for government is taking care of outlaws, you know, uh, putting away violent individuals and gangs and that sort of thing. All of the interference patterns that government is in these days, interfering with our health, interfering with our courts, interfering with our money, etc., etc. Those things are totally off limits to government and uh, even taxation. And that was uh, very minimal when the country was founded. We only had imports, uh, taxes on imports. And uh, you know, I think uh, there might have been some luxury tax going on, but uh, all this taxation we've got in the 20th and 21st century has been added on by the liberal left, and pro-communists, and Jews. That's who's been adding all this taxation onto our shoulders. And th- this proves that government is no good. <laughs> it doesn't really serve much purpose because it does way more damage than good. Uh, you know, I, I think we can handle the gangs like the Latin Kings, and uh, you know, maybe not so much the uh, uh, the machete wielding. Uh, what is it, thirteen something thirteen, in uh, coming across the border from Mexico, but those have been empowered by government. You know, Barack Obama empowered that gang to come across the border and attack people. There was a recently a killing by a machete-wielding Mexican coming across the border and killing a white teacher. So government does far more harm than it ever does any good. That's the bottom line. It does far more harm. That's why our motto is the less government is the best government, <laughs> right? That's been the motto of conservatives throughout history. And, of course, liberals and communists and tyrants always want more government because that's how they control the people. But tonight, we're going to talk more about uh, sudden deaths. We talked about it last night on Yahweh's Covenant People. But welcome first to This Is Eurofolk Radio Restoration Hour. Today is January 7th, 2023. And we're going to start off with the article that uh, I posted a link to in the chat room. Doctors baffled by sudden increase in sudden adult death syndrome despite government data linking increased deaths to COVID-19 vaccines. And this is Vaccine Impact, which is a really great website. I've referenced it many times. Also, we have uh, the burning platform on the agenda. If uh, there's not enough material here from Vaccine Impact, But this is from June 9th, 2022. So it's only about six months old. And of of course, all of the data coming back from the jabbies 
the Jabbies be being volunteering in the year 2021. I believe we decided it was around March 2021 that people began volunteering or began to be intimidated into getting shots or being blackmailed into getting shots. That started in 2021. And so we have, for, for this article, at least almost a full year's worth of data showing that, whoa, this is not a good thing because they can't blame it on COVID anymore because we had hardly any deaths attributed to COVID except in the mass media. Statistically, point zero zero one, or sorry, point zero one deaths attributed to COVID. But the mass media kept on implying that the death rate from COVID was high and escalating, etc. And the reality is that it wasn't, okay? So this uh, Vaccine Impact website starts off with, let me uh, just compare. They have two charts here. One is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, SIDS, which you had hardly anything in 2020 and 2021 because infants weren't being vaccinated. That's that's a crime in itself to vaccinate in, infants. And whatever the sudden infant death syndrome was, they weren't being jabbed for uh, for COVID. They were being vaccinated for other things, and that's what caused sudden infant death syndrome. Okay. So I'm uh, trying to figure out this chart here. Anyway, age six months, count 2,561% is 29.32%. So were they inoculating these children that early? Six to 11 months, that death count is 501 and that's a 5.13% ratio. And then also one to two years, death count is 642, and that is 6.58%. Okay, so the death rate among infants less than six months old is extremely high and accounts for the vast majority of deaths in this table. All right, the last one is unknown, which is 27.46%. So this would have to be from infants getting inoculated probably before they leave the hospital. Now switching over to sudden adult death syndrome, SADS, and we're talking about people in the 18 to 29-year-old range, only 1.24%. Uh, let's go over to 60 to 64 years, 1,391 cases, and that is 4.88%. But then it jumps dramatically in people 65 to 79, 6,433, which is 22.55%, and 80-plus years, which is 6,827, and that is 23.93%. So, obviously, in the sudden adult death syndrome, we have a much higher death rate. Now, to to what extent are these 
Yeah, uh, are these people vaccinated? It sounds like found 28,532 cases where a vaccine is COVID-19 and patient died. Okay, so they have been jabbed. These people have been jabbed. All right, comments by Brian Shalavi, editor of Health Impact News. For over a decade now, we have reported here at Health Impact News that sudden infant death syndrome is really just a way to conceal infant deaths due to vaccination. Yes, absolutely. In 2018, for example, we published this article, What are the real causes of sudden infant death syndrome? Why are vaccines excluded? (laughs) They didn't even list vaccines as cause of death. Neil Miller, a medical research journalist and the director of Think Twice Global Vaccine Institute, wrote in 2014 that while there are 130 official ways for an infant to die, according to official categories of death, sanctioned by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the World Health Organization, as published in the International Classification of Diseases, ICD, vaccines are not one of them. So they don't even list vaccination death or vaccination injury in their statistics. And there's an inset, it looks like a quotation. There are 130 official ways for an infant to die. These official categories of death sanctioned by blah, blah, blah. I just read that. When a baby dies, coroners must choose from among these 130 categories. The official causes of death listed in the ICD include nearly every imaginable and tragic possibility. However, there is no category for infant deaths caused by vaccines. This is odd because the federal government is aware that vaccines permanently disable and kill some babies. The very reason Congress established a death and disability tax on childhood vaccines more than 25 years ago when the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986, Public Law 99-660, oh, it's not dash 666, (laughs) created the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, VICP. And of course, that is to protect the vaccine manufacturers from liability. It doesn't protect children at all. However, there is no category for infant deaths caused by vaccines. Dr. Vera Scheibner is one of the few scientists and researchers who has investigated SIDS and a possible link to vaccines, and she presents her research here. That's a link in the chat area. I'm I'm sorry, in this uh, article, which is in the chat area, and so you can access this. I'll make sure it's in the... Uh, show description when I put it up probably later today. Today, a little over a year after the emergency use authorizations of the COVID-19 vaccines, news headlines in the pharma-funded corporate media are stating that doctors are baffled by rising cases of what they term, quote, sudden adult death syndrome as they have done for many years now with infants in refusing to even consider the fact that babies do die after receiving vaccines, so too today they are refusing to even consider the possibility that young, healthy adults are dying after receiving COVID-19 vaccines, or so-called vaccines. Of course, these are uh, 
DNA and RNA altering shots. They're not vaccines at all, but let's continue. A quick search in the U.S. government's vaccine adverse events reporting system, VAERS, on deaths recorded following vaccination will clearly show the correlation between FDA-approved vaccines for the past 30-plus years, where the vast majority of deaths were among infants below the age of six months. In contrast to reported deaths following COVID-19 vaccines, where deaths among adults in the working class ages 18 to 59 now exceed infant deaths for the past 30-plus years, during the last 18 months. The experimental COVID-19 so-called vaccines have not even been authorized yet for infants, but they are scheduled to be authorized within days now. I think they have been authorized, uh, so-called authorized, because this is June 9, 2022. And the Biden administration has already ordered 10 million doses to be distributed to all states to start injecting children under the age of five. So here we go. Here's the cooperation of the government with the death machine called vaccination. Because they know that if people had to pay for their own vaccines to be administered, sales would not increase at all. Despite all of the fear porn surrounding covid But because the government pays for these shots, then people are going to, well, it's free, so why not? And because we're being incentivized, I might lose my job, I might lose my paycheck, I might, you know, my my friends and family might think I'm a conspiratologist, that all kinds of incentivization has been used to force, to program people, to get people to buy into the so-called vaccine program, when otherwise they would not. The Exposé has published an article today claiming that in the UK, vaccinated adults aged 18 to 39 have a 92% higher mortality rate than unvaccinated adults. Let me read this again, folks. And we... We didn't actually predict this, but we would. Pre- we did predict that the vaccinated people will be dropping like flies. The expose has published an article today claiming that in the UK, vaccinated adults aged 18 to 39 have a 92% higher mortality rate than unvaccinated adults. And that will hold true forever. So this is the article by the expose. Doctors are allegedly baffled. <laughs> yeah, allegedly baffled. But they're well-paid doctors to pretend to be baffled at what is causing a sudden uptick in what they have dubbed sudden adult death syndrome among adults under the age of 40 over the past year. And are now urging all under 40s to go and get their heart checked. Well, what about... Are, are they not urging those under 40s to get a shot or get a second shot or a third shot? Do they have any concern for the lives of these people at all? But these doctors need not remain baffled any longer because we have rock-solid evidence that the COVID-19 vaccine is to blame. Bullet points. Number one. Official UK Office for National Statistics data shows vaccinated adults aged 18 to 39 
have a 92% higher mortality rate per 100,000 than unvaccinated adults. So that's twice as many. Official Public Health Scotland data reveals that there have been a 60%, 67% increase, that is two-thirds more, compared to the historical average in the number of 15 to 44-year-olds suffering heart attacks, cardiac arrest, myocarditis, stroke, and other cardiovascular diseases since this age group was first offered the COVID-19 injection. And that's the correct terminology. It's an injection. It's not a vaccine. So 15 to 44-year-olds have a uh, two-thirds increase in these conditions than before they received any vaccines for or injections for these conditions. And figures published by NHS England, I think that's the National Health Service, England, in response to a freedom of information request show that ambulance call-outs for heart illness have doubled among all age groups, including the under 30s, since the beginning of the COVID-19 injection campaign. All right. So basically, government statistics are telling the truth. It's just not being reported by either government or mass media, the kosher press. Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from what doctors are dubbing a mysterious syndrome. I guess it's only in America where it's called died suddenly. (laughs) There it's called a mysterious syndrome. And these same doctors are now seeking answers through a new national register. What does that mean? Maybe we'll find out. People aged under 40 are now being urged to have their hearts checked because doctors claim they may potentially be at risk of sudden adult syndrome. Okay, so why don't you have your heart checked before you get jabbed and see how long it takes for you to get sick or die after you get jabbed. Now, that would be a scientific approach, but the medical establishment has not used that type of approach during the COVID era. Doctors say the syndrome known as SADS has been fatal for all kinds of people regardless of whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. Yeah, because it's injecting something into your bloodstream that shouldn't be there. Quote, SADS is an umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people, unquote, said the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Well, they're just trying to hide the fact that this uptick has occurred during the, the vaccination program. They're trying to hide that fact. But it turns out the term is actually used when a post-mortem cannot find an obvious cause of death, or since... Uh, vaccine death is not listed in their checkbox of potential causes, now it's mysterious, right? And the reason doctors are struggling to find an obvious cause of death is that we're now seeing thousands of deaths due to something that was impossible to occur prior to 2021. And we, of course, know what that is. It's the COVID vaccination program. They didn't see these types of deaths before, and it only started happening after people started to get jabbed in 2021. 
This becomes obvious once you know where to look, but I guess doctors aren't trained to look at the obvious. But the problem is doctors are actively discouraged from looking and it is not publicized in the mainstream media. However, all the answers doctors are looking for to explain what they are dubbing sudden adult death syndrome are contained in official government data. But who looks at government data, especially if it doesn't reflect well on the government or the medical profession? The Office for National Statistics, ONS, is the UK's largest independent producer of official statistics and the recognized National Statistical Institute of the UK. It is responsible for collecting and publishing statistics related to the economy, population, and society at national, regional, and local level. level. So they keep statistics. Now, we obviously have to uh, collect them locally and assemble them nationally, but uh, I'm sure, you know, by region, but they don't have states. They have, uh, I don't know if they have provinces in the UK or not. But uh, local, maybe counties, I'm sure, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the sheriff of Nottingham County, right? I'm sure they have counties. An ONS data set for, on deaths in England by vaccination status can be found here as part of this article. So you can avail yourself. I'll put, definitely put this link in the uh, description box when I post this uh, audio on Eurofolk Radio, of course, under Restoration Hour. It contains a large amount of data on age standardized mortality rates for deaths by vaccination status between 1st January 2021 and 31 January 2022. Okay, but only January. You know, we're we're past 2022 by now. That would be, I bet the statistics get worse and worse. Table 2 of the data set contains data on the monthly age standardized mortality rates by vaccination status by age group for all deaths in England. The following table shows an example of how the numbers are presented in the data set, and these numbers are way too small for me to read. And I forgot how to enlarge the screen size, but I'll just continue. What immediately catches the eye when looking at this data is the mortality rate per 100,000 person years among 18 to 39-year-olds in the month of January 2021. The figures show the death rate among the unvaccinated in this month was 67.7 deaths per 100,000, whilst the death rate among the partly vaccinated at least 21 days ago was 119.9 deaths per 100,000 years. This shows that vaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds were more likely to die in January 2021, suggesting that COVID injections increased the risk of death or played a part in causing death. So we dug further and extracted all the figures on the 18 to 39-year-olds for each month between January 2021 and January 2022. So, let's see. Let's just pick one color here. Uh purple. What's purple? Okay, purple is unvaccinated and let's see if I can make sense of this chart. Uh, First dose, second dose. Uh, I'm not reading this chart right. No, the unvaccinated is the blue, but I'm not seeing the blue. Oh, it's at the very tail end. 
It's only October, October, October 21 to January 2022. So I'll try. I won't try to make sense out of this chart. I'll just let the reviewer talk about it. The above chart shows the monthly age standardized mortality rates by vaccination status for all cause deaths. Uh, for per 100,000 person years among adults aged 18 to 39 in England. The green line is the mortality rate among the unvaccinated, which, while fluctuating, has remained pretty stable throughout. In fact, it has gone down from January 21 to January 22. It did level off for a while. It went up a little, and then it has actually has gone down a lot from the initial reading in January 21. It's uh, way lower than, because it started out being like around 70 in January 21, and now is down around 25 in January 22. So the death rate among the unvaccinated has declined. All right? The other lines, however, represent different vaccination statuses, and they are extremely concerning. The orange, yellow, and pink lines represent mortality rates within 21 days of receiving a first, second, or third dose, and they reveal that the risk of death increases significantly immediately after vaccination. Well, we could have told you that. So which is the purple line? Okay, I guess that's second dose, second dose and or third dose which is the highest rate of death by far, especially from July 21 to January 22. So I guess a lot of people didn't get their second dose until uh, April 21, and then they started dying in July, okay? So that's starting to make sense. But the most concerning figures are the mortality rates among those vaccinated at least 21 days ago, which you can see more clearly in the following chart. Okay, let's look at that. There's another chart. Okay, and that's the purple chart, second dose, uh, third dose. Not seeing the line for the third dose or booster at least 21 days ago. What's most concerning here is that the second injection seems to make things much worse in terms of the risk of death. The highest mortality rate among the double vaccinated at least 21 days ago occurred in September 2021 with 125.9 deaths per 100,000. In the same month, the mortality rate among the unvaccinated equated to 46.8, meaning the double vaccinated mortality rate was 169 or 1.8. One to three quarters higher than the unvaccinated mortality rate. But the largest statistical difference occurred in November 2021. The mortality rate among the unvaccinated equated to 33.4 deaths per 100,000. So, again, as I said, the mortality rate of the unvaccinated has declined, whereas the mortality rate among the double vaccinated equated to 107. So that's Almost, well, it's three and a half times more, actually. A difference of 220.4%. The following chart shows the average age standardized mortality rate to have occurred between 1st January 21 and 31st January 2022. 
by vaccination status for all cause deaths. Okay, again, the same age group, 18 to 39. So now this is a bar graph, not a horizontally plotted graph. This is a bar graph. So unvaccinated first dose, uh, it's in green, 43.9. And less than 21 days ago, that's still unvaccinated. Oh, okay, sorry. Unvaccinated is green. First dose is orange, and that's 45.88. And this is within 21 days of being vaccinated. So the the death rate in this group is just slightly higher because they've only had 21 days for the injection to fester inside their bodies. Okay, next is first dose at least 21 days ago. So... The 21 days and beyond, that death rate is 66.3. Second dose, less than 21 days ago, 24.25. But then second dose, at least 20, it jumps up to 84.02. Third dose is, uh, that is booster, less than 21 days is 30. Past 21 days is 55. So, apparently, now we don't know to what extent these people received placebos, because some of them did receive placebos, and so we can anticipate a higher death rate than ever if placebos were not administered. So why the death rate would drop after the second dose is kind of confusing from first dose, which is 45.88 to 24.25. Hard to say why that death rate would drop, but uh, it's it's definitely not a good sign. So uh, apparently the second dose requires more time to fester, (laughs) right? And then it jumps up. On average, the one-dose vaccinated were 51% more likely to die than the unvaccinated between January 21 and January 2022, whilst the double vaccinated were 91.4% more likely to die than the unvaccinated between the same dates. And based on the small amount of data available so far, on average, the triple vaccinated are on average 25.3% more likely to die than the unvaccinated. So we haven't had enough time to evaluate the triple vaccinated to see what their death rate is. What these official figures from the UK's Office for National Statistics strongly suggest is that the COVID jab kills and increases a person's risk of death due to any cause because they won't attribute it to the jab. But the death rate for any cause increases in these people. And this increased risk of death isn't because so many people have been vaccinated. These figures for are per 100,000, so the general population. So we see that the vaccinated tend to die of all these other diseases. Remember, the doctors aren't allowed to check off a box that says vaccinated as cause of death. So it's all other causes of death. Any doctor worth their salt would not instantly use the above to claim that COVID 
vaccination is the cause of sudden uptick in sudden adult death syndrome. They would instead decide that the above warrants further research. So we've done that research for them, okay? So let's look at the data, which the medical establishment refuses to do. Hold on, let me get uh, a swig of my tea. Public Health Scotland has not a not very well-known database presenting figures on the wider impact to the health service due to measures imposed in the name of COVID. The database is called COVID-19 Wider Impacts on the Healthcare System. We analyzed the data for cardiovascular cases across Scotland. Cardiovascular diseases are conditions that affect the structures and function of your heart. That includes your veins and arteries. Such as, and here's the uh, list of associated diseases. I'm not going to read them all. It's quite a long list. Abnormal, abnormal heart rhythms, aorta disease, congenital heart disease, heart attack, heart failure, pericardial disease, stroke, vascular disease. So stroke, even though that usually occurs in the brain, is probably your uh, vein or artery bursting in your brain. So that would be a definition of stroke. And it's also including here rheumatic heart disease. For the out-of-hours category and the ambulance service category, PHS provides a breakdown by age, meaning we can assess the number of cardiovascular cases among adults aged 15 to 44. Here's how Public Health Scotland presents the data on the number of cases requiring out-of-hours care across Scotland, which would be, what, from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m.? What does that mean, out-of-hours? We extracted the data and produced a series of charts in order to present the figures provided by Public Health Scotland much more clearly and to attempt to understand the severity of what has been occurring since the introduction of the injections. Okay, more charts, which are, uh, this one is a horizontal graph. Uh, bottom line is dates, and the uh, vertical line is cases, numbers of cases. All right. So this chart shows the number of people aged 15 to 44 requiring out-of-hours treatment for cardiovascular cases per week from the week ending 4th of July, 2021, to the week ending 20th February, 2022, as well as the 2018-2019 historical average per week among the same age group. Okay, so, actual statistics for that time period, okay, remember this is 4th of July, 2021, to February, 2022, and we see the death rate the entire death rate spectrum is higher than the average, okay? So death rate starts at 120, jumps up to 140, comes back down. It's always over 100, whereas the average does not, uh, it, it reaches 100 in 16 January 2022, so it's hard to say what additional causes, but the, that would include that would include vaccinated people because it's just an average. It doesn't make a distinction, although the red line is 
for the people post-vaccination. Okay, it does again, it doesn't list vaccination as a cause. It's just death rate post-vaccination. Okay. So he says the number of cases have essentially doubled for heart disease. The following chart shows the number of people aged 15 to 44 requiring an ambulance for cardiovascular cases per week from the week ending 4th of July, same period. Oh no, this time it goes to 21st November 2021. It doesn't go to 2022. And this is the most up-to-date data they have for ambulance cases as well as the 2018 to 2019 historical average per week among the same age group. And this is simply having to call out an ambulance for a heart problem. Okay. So, 4th of July, 2021, 400 cases post during this period. And it goes down to 350, levels off at 350 for a while, and then it goes down to 300. I guess because people are dying and there's less numbers of people to die off, or actually, I'm sorry, not dying, but uh, being ambulanced, being carted off by an ambulance. Whereas the average rate from 2018 to 2019 is between 200 and 250. So, again, deaths post-vaccine are higher than average. So I don't think I need to read off all these charts because this article is just full of these charts. And I think you're getting the picture that uh, since the introduction of the COVID jab, heart problems have dramatically increased. And the rest of the the rest of the website is devoted to individual people who have died suddenly after getting the jab. And there's lots of them, folks. There's a lot of them in a, a couple of videos. So I won't be going into all of that. So I'm going to go into the Burning Platform, which is a different website that has... A similar, a similar story. Yeah, so I'm going to put this in the chat room real quick here. Okay, this is from the Burning Platform. And this is also a very good website. And I think this is listing a lot of the deaths. Hold on, I've got all kinds of ads that have popped up obscuring my vision here. Okay, they have to, you know, survive somehow. Okay. So, interest over time. So, uh, so what is it? The toll of those vaccines keep growing. So, it starts out with a very, very dramatic chart. Uh, the, the post is by Mark Crispin Miller. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, died suddenly. So, those people who died suddenly are being listed here. So January 14, 2018, uh, it's around, looks like it's around 10, unexplained sudden deaths. February 24, 19, about the same. 
April 15, 2020, about the same. May 16, 2021, uh, 21, about the same. But we know, we told you, that the first jabs were introduced around March of 2021. Now we're beginning to see spikes. Spikes that go up to around 15, and a spike that approaches 25, but not quite. And then the death rate drops back toward the average, uh, June 26, and then it just jumps up to 100 who have died suddenly. And then it comes back down. I guess it comes back down because they haven't uh, you know, counted the deaths fully yet in this area. Okay, so let's continue. And this is a list of the people who have died from the shot. Or, yeah, well, who have gotten the shot and have died. Suddenly. Former NFL offensive lineman Shane Olivea, dead at 40. Shane Olivea, a former offensive tackle for the then San Diego Chargers, who was known for his standout collegiate career at Ohio State, has died on March 2. The Los Angeles Chargers announced in a statement he was 40. Okay, so obviously retired. So maybe his former... (laughs) I don't think there are too many offensive linemen who are aged 40 years old. Tim Considine, actor on My Three Sons, and Spin and Marty, dies at 81. Tim Considine, who co-starred on the television series The Adventures of Spin and Marty and the Hardy Boys. I don't think I've ever watched a single one of those. I recognize the name, Tim Considine, but I I can't picture him. There's no photograph of him. Considine died Thursday in Los Angeles at his home near Mar Vista. His son, Christopher, told The Hollywood Reporter. The veteran actor died Thursday at his home where he was surrounded by family. We're told the cause of death is not immediately known, but it was sudden and painless. Jim Swanson, Portland Mavericks, left-handed catcher and designated wild man, (laughs) dies at 69. Okay, he must have played baseball too because they don't usually get, the Mavericks are a, uh, oh, maybe that's a, a, not a, a pro team, but a, a sub-pro team. You know, maybe he didn't make it to the major leagues. Yeah, it's a minor league team. March 5th, 2022, Jim Swanson, the left-handed catcher for Portland's beloved 1970s minor league baseball team, the Mavericks, died suddenly in Yakima because there's a basketball, pro basketball team by that name. Ralph Ahn, new girl actor. Oh, he was uh, 69. Ralph Ahn, new girl actor who played Tran. He plays a tra- plays a transvestite. Dead at 95. That happened March 1st, 2022. Yagub Yadali. March 2, 2022. Iranian-American writer and director Yagub Yadali suddenly dies of heart attack in Boston at age 51. Unknown if it was caused by vax-associated myocarditis. Okay, well, they don't list that anyway, so... These are just listings of famous sudden death victims. Okay. Jane Brinkley, Smith College obituary. 
and all of these are still in March of 2022, Jane Brinkley, 20, only 20 years old, considered one of Radio Redux's excellent young performers, died on Sunday. His, his, <laughs> sick, it must be a typo, unless it's a tranny, another tranny. Explanation for demise is unclear, as are the circumstances surrounding its demise. <laughs> okay. Uh, was a playwright. Uh, note here, Smith College has a mandatory vaccination policy. There you go. Okay, Sydney. Is this Sydney a male or a female? <laughs> okay. I think it depends on how you spell it. This is S-Y-D-N-E-Y, Benaventi's cause of death of 22-year-old swimmer, unknown as another athlete found dead on campus. Azusa Pacific University swimmer Sydney Benaviste was found dead earlier this week, and her demise was announced. So S-Y-D is typically uh, female. S-I-D is typically male. Was it her, her demise was announced late on Wednesday. Benaviste's death comes after Stanford women's soccer star Katie Meyer was found dead on campus. And if, it's, if the cause is vaccination, they're never going to list it. Okay. Azusa Pacific requires all unvaccinated students to complete a daily health assessment and participate in surveillance testing. So they're pressuring these people to get vaccinated. Michelle Renee Anderson, 31. Michelle Renee Anderson of Jamestown passed away unexpectedly following a brief struggle with COVID-19 on March 2 at UPMC Chautauqua. She was born August 20, 1990 in Buffalo, New York, the daughter of Michael R. Anderson and Katrin Swanson Anderson. Okay, Michelle's school, Jamestown Community College, requires students to be triple vaccinated. Cumberland County native, college student, dies suddenly, 26. I'll just, uh, you know, there's no, not many details here. Okay. Not much detail on that listing. Beloved Northampton Community College student dies suddenly 23. Heather Marie Rotz, R-O-T-Z, died unexpectedly. Next, Fremont student found death at California School for the Blind. Fremont, California student was found dead Friday morning at the California School for the Blind, the California Highway Patrol reported. During a routine morning check, a school staff member found an unresponsive student in their dorm. Does this school require vaccination? Whether it does or doesn't probably doesn't really matter because they're not going to tell you anyway, (laughs) right? However, those schools that require vaccination, we have a really good idea what the cause is. All right. Next, two school principals. Staten Island mourns the loss of beloved P.S. 56 Principal Philip, oh, Public School 56. Principal Philip Carollo, 
a real-life hero, unquote, to his students. Yeah, until he got jabbed. PS56 Strong was the message spread across social media this week as Staten Island mourns the loss of Principal Philip Carollo, who died of a heart attack on Tuesday at 49 years old. Okay. <coughs> Last fall, parents, students, and staffers gathered at PS56 to protest the vaccine mandate for the New York City public schools. So all of New York City's public schools have a, a mandatory vaccination regulation, folks. Next uh, principal, Onslow County Schools mourned sudden loss of elementary school principal, Onslow County, North Carolina. She is survived by her husband and two daughters. Any information on whether that county requires vaccination? Nothing listed here. Next item, we have about 10 minutes left. Black River grieving loss of teacher, coach, positive force, Joe Schuler, only 23 years old. Holland, Michigan, the Black River public school community is grieving the loss of a teacher, coach, and friend following the unexpected death of teacher Joe Schuler. Schuler died Sunday from a pulmonary embolism. According to his obituary, he was in his first year as a physics teacher at Black River but had already had a lasting effect on the students and school community. Schuler, an Eagle Scout, was an avid lover of the outdoors. His BRPS staff profile highlighted his love of hiking, exploring, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's see what uh, they have to say about that area. From Black River Public School Vaccination Policy, if applicable to students, likely applicable to staff, are your students' immunizations up to date? Michigan law requires that all kindergarten and seventh grade students, as well as transfer students, have current immunizations to be in attendance at school. All students not compliant will be sent home from school. That sounds like a mandatory vaccination policy to me, folks. Jean Camarada, 63, has died. That name sounds familiar, but uh, doesn't talk about his profession. Jean Camarado passed away suddenly and unexpectedly on Wednesday, March 2nd. He was 63 years old. Small Towns football coach. Beloved Somerset coach Bruce Larson dies unexpectedly at 58. This is Somerset, Wisconsin. An entire western Wisconsin town is really after the sudden loss of one of its most popular residents. Somerset head football coach Bruce Larson died on Sunday. The three-time state champion was nationally renowned for his work on the field, but he's also being remembered for so much more, it says, blah, blah, blah. Okay. A college football coach's son, Utah State, announces death of a son of football coach Blake Anderson... Does, does that school have a mandatory vaccination policy or not? That doesn't say. Uh, Big Tech CEO son 
Zaid Nadella, son of Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, has died. Zaid Nadella was 25 years old. Has died. Okay, this person had complications. Zaid Nadella was born with cerebral palsy, was legally blind, and had spastic quadriplegia. So this is in Seattle. Okay. Although it notes Nadella's lifelong afflictions, this piece reports no cause of death. Baldwin Police, more unexpected death of Officer Steve Morrison. St. Louis County, Missouri. The Baldwin Police Department is in mourning following the death of one of its police officers. According to a post made Thursday on the department's Facebook account, Officer Steve Morrison died unexpectedly while at home on his day off. Firefighter from Orange County, New York, dies at 22. A volunteer firefighter from the area has died unexpectedly while at work. It doesn't mean he was uh, attending to a fire. It's probably at the firehouse. Well, he died while at work as a foreman for N.G. Gilbert, said his obituary. Okay, again, all these sudden deaths, no explanation for the, for the vast majority of these cases. Even when they give details about when the person died, there's no, uh, there's no admission that vaccines had anything to do with it. Okay, <laughs> support surges for family after sudden death of PA high school volleyball player. Okay, uh, doesn't give the person's age, but he's in high school, so probably 18 or lower. St. Louis community morning loss of mayor of SLU. St. Louis University has a mayor? <laughs> St. Louis, before tip-off Saturday's men basketball game between St. Louis and VCU, the crowd at Chaffetz Arena will honor the memory of a man who family members say didn't shake hands. He gave hugs. Henry Owens, an officer with the university's public safety department, died suddenly on Tuesday. He was 55 years old. Tributes to the mayor of SLU. I guess that's the honorary title. The mayor of St. Louis University. St. Louis University's booster mandate posted on December 29, 2021. We write today to inform you that the university will require all students, faculty, and staff to obtain a booster vaccine dose for the spring semester. There you go. Ben Sieg's sudden pass, uh, passing. Ben Sieg was a big guy with a big heart and a golf game to match. Uh, when former Marquette University golfer from Odessa, Osseo, died suddenly and unexpectedly uh, at 33. Cause of death was undetermined, pending an autopsy, according to friends. Okay, so given the statistics we had from the previous post, we know that the death rate of the vaccinated is double that of those who are unvaccinated and twice as much uh, concerning the average of previous years when no such vaccine mandates were in place. 
another Paula Cohen, uh, children's author, illustrator, died suddenly. She was 57. Dr. Bart Van Deven unexpectedly died. John Mesh, 51, who fought to close notorious white clay beer stores, has died. This is Lincoln, Nebraska. John Mesh, an Oklahoma attorney who became a key figure in the closing of the notorious beer stores in the Nebraska border village of White Clay, died unexpectedly. He was 51. Mesh, a former state liquor law prosecutor and a native of the Hastings area, produced a documentary, Sober Indian, Dangerous Indian, in 2023. So I guess uh, some Jew is selling liquor to Indians. Lifelong Cape May resident, beloved aunt, dies unexpectedly at 38. Died unexpectedly. Organs of New Jersey mom who died suddenly will help save others, but they won't tell us what she died of. Although she was on a ventilator, she was being treated at a hospital. (laughs) What's a hospital? It's a place where people go to die. The organs of a New Jersey mom who died suddenly will help save the lives of others. Kelsey Gilmore, 30, was found unresponsive at home on February 21st. After several tests and near a week on a ventilator, she was declared brain dead and removed from life support. Lifelong Jersey Shore resident, beloved brother, dies at 23. Died suddenly. No cause of death given. Linfield Police Association sets sets up GoFundMe for family of late custodian. Marion Guzman died when he suffered a heart attack while driving home from work in February which caused him to crash his car. Remember, I talked about that, a possibility of that yesterday on Yahweh's Covenant People when someone lost lost control of his car, went across a nearly 40-foot median and smashed into oncoming traffic, killed instantly. So these are the stories of died suddenly victims. Okay, and I'm only a third of the way through. This list goes on and on and on of people who have died suddenly in in March of 2022 alone. We're just talking about March. That's all I see is March. Yep, all I see is March, unless I'm missing something here. Oh, there's one here from February 2022, February 27th. So, folks, you are taking your life in your hands if you get the jab. Be sure to not get jabbed, folks. This it will probably be the cause of your unexpected death. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Kim Smith puts a biblical warfare. Yeah, that's an unrelated subject, but thank you. That looks very interesting. Uh Cherethites and Pelethites. We talked about that earlier this morning. So, folks, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. No time for the music. Take care. Bye-bye.